Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to chsrhealthylife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. chsrhealthylife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Sometimes it feels like the sun will never rise, like the birds will never sing. That's right. When you don't know what to do, just keep on breathing. From beautiful Huntington Beach, California, on the HealthyLife.net radio network, heard in all 50 states and 135 countries, all positive talk radio all the time. From the City of Angels in Los Angeles and from the Big Apple in New York City, welcome to all my listeners out there in radio land. I'm Dave, the caregiver's caregiver at caregiverdave.com, along with my lovely co-host, I'm Spit, she's Polish, Adrian Gruberg of the caregiverspace.org. <laughs> And we're also coming to you live and on demand on 24-7, numerous syndicated radio and podcast networks on 26 global audio video platforms like iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Vimeo. The list goes on and on. In fact, we are proud to be voted number one caregiver podcast of the top 50 on Player FM, number two caregiver podcast on Feedspot out of the top 60, and number two on Caring Village. We have an exciting, we have an especially exciting show for you today. I'm going to enunciate all my words properly. Don't we, Adrian? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> it's hard to do it when you talk too fast. Tom Alexander, CMO and CEO of Radius Care, is a thought leader in the health tech industry. Tom's personal experience as a family care advocate for his mother while battling his guilt for unintentionally overburdening his father, inspired him to join Radius Care's mission. Now, Tom has committed himself to spreading awareness about the resources available to seniors and their loved ones, as well as the need for value-based care in the nation's healthcare system. I'm anxious to hear about that because I've never heard of this. I don't know if you have, Adrian. Guess not. <laughs> but before we get started, I do want to take this moment to thank my last week's guest, Susan Bratton, Sexual Soulmates, The Six Essentials to Connected Sex. Exciting, hot show. <laughs> Reminder, you can watch or listen to that interview and all our interviews on our membership website, caregiverdave.com, or any of our other 26 global networks that I mentioned earlier. Um, okay, enough of that. Tom, welcome to the Caregiver Dave Show, and we're so excited to have you on, and sorry that that's a tough act for you to follow last uh, last time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think you're setting me up here, um, but it's a pleasure to be here. We do, uh, we are an early stage company. We do wear many hats, but I do not wear the CEO hat. I'm, I'm uh, head of marketing and um, partner engagement, but a wonderful guy named Justin Huddy is our CEO, and he's the, oh. he's the, he's the visionary of the, of the product and the, and the idea. And, and he came from it from a personal experience too, but I'm happy to talk about how I found my way to radius care and to you and your listening audience today. Well, I always like to ask my um, audience the first question, how, how is it that you managed to, um, no, let me ask you a different question. <laughs> 
just who is um, Tom Alexander sure. and how how did he do what he's doing? I mean, what's yeah. your purpose in life? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've 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 held a couple of different uh, roles in my time. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> how much time do we have? Uh, Forty-five minutes. <laughs> what really drives me is uh, innovations, especially in the technology that can can capture people's imagination and give them useful information and tools to move their life forward in a meaningful way. And so um, I was actually not, uh, I, di- I didn't grow up in the healthcare um, arena at all. I was in television and then I jumped over to doing startups in IT oh. technology. So I've, I've, I've lived a few different uh, lives in the, in the, on the business realm, but it is true. My mother suffered from Alzheimer's and um, I think I'm a pretty, you know, pretty common situation where I lived in Phil- the Philadelphia area. I have two wonderful brothers who lived in, uh, at the time, um, the Chicago area. And then my father was taking care of my mother in Ohio. And, oh. uh, so That's we, tough. we used video conferencing quite a bit with my mother. It was really, um, I, I don't know how, how you feel about this, but it was really comforting just to see her and be with her even over video, um, sure. oddly enough. Um, but the thing you, you referenced in, in, in the guilt part of, of what you bring up is, you know, like every child, we wanted the best for my mom, right? But we didn't have the information. So the thing that, um, that you're referencing is, so what would I do when I would connect with my dad, right? What, what were my conversations? He'd be, he spends, and, and, and God bless him. He's, he's now 87. In his eighties, he made sure, you know, come hell or high water, my mom is going to stay at home the whole time. Oh. But, even, but even when it hurt him, right? He's, he's the different kind of person. He saw it as it, it inspired him to help her. Like you know, he just was so inspired and she was a, she was amazing. She was amazing too, all the way through, you know, never had any, you know, um, sometimes folks that suffer from that can, can lash out. She, he, he was lucky in that she never did that, but again, still a, 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 an enormous undertaking. But the thing that, um, was that I look back on it and I, I'm, I'm sorry is that my t- lots of, t- lots of my time with him was asking about mom. Like, what are you doing? Have you thought about that? Where is she now? What are the doctors? Who are the doctors? You know, and he's living this day in and day out, right? Yeah. So I, I kind of tucked into my back of my head, like, gosh, I wish there was a better way <laughs> that my, and my brothers, so then I have two brothers who are making the same call, start, it's like Groundhog's Day every day for my yeah. dad with us, right? You know, saying the same thing every day. We're trying to do the best we can from a distance, but you still, he's like the source of information. And that's what I felt most, um, sorry about because, you know, he, he needed us for him too, you know? And so, and, and he never complained once, <laughs> you know, really? he never complained once about it. Uh, yeah, he, again, I'm, I'm, I have very extraordinary parents on, on both sides, but that was what, so that's what kind of tucked in the back of my head. And, and when I, and then, and then a little later, I came across radius care. So this happens a lot where kids and parents do role reversals. Adrian does uh group chats and, uh, she has a group for almost everything. Um, is one of your groups where you're dealing with your parents and they talk about the role reversal, Adrian? Oh, yeah. And we also have a mother-daughter group. We have a parental care group. Um, but 
what you what you were saying, um, Tom, about your dad. It happens too often that no one asks how the caregiver is doing. And supports the caregiver in that way. That's right. They always ask. I used to get stopped on the street by friends, you know, how's Steve doing? <laughs> no one ever asked me how I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Guilt, guilty as charged. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, so- it's not a matter of guilt. It's a, It's really just a matter of experience. And it's hard for both of them. I mean, the parents uh, typically act like they're being treated like children. You know, and they resent that and they push back on that. And the kids start resenting that they've got to be a parent. They don't want to be a parent. You know, they just want to be a kid, a normal person. So you've got uh, a negative, negative. How did you handle that? I assume that's what was going through your head, right? Yeah, I mean, I we did the best we could, you know, um, from afar. Um, as, as you know, there just aren't that many resources available, you know, unfortunately for the caregiver. So, you know, we pay to have cleaning services come in and, and there, there are so many amazing local organizations. There's a woman that started an organization. She would hire, you know, a lot of retired school teachers and folks to do kind of, you know, daily care, those sorts of things. We hired them to come in. Um, so we did the best we could, but I feel like if we had more of her health information, um, we could be more helpful in the way of appointments or specialists, or if we knew exactly where she was in her, you know, in, in her, um, journey, I, 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 I think we would have been able to be even more proactive about it, you know. It occurs to me that that telemedicine should also be not just the patient and the doctor, but the caregiver and the physician should be able to have a telehealth appointment so that you can ask those questions. Never yeah. thought about that before. Yeah, my aunt has dementia. Uh, you know, my mother died from it and my mother-in-law died from it. And um, we do telephone video calls. And I just I just assume I'm going to be there because they're not going to get anywhere talking to her. You know? But um, let's talk about collaborating with family members of, uh, you know, for the care of a senior. How different is it caring for a parent than caring for, you know, a stranger if you were in a a facility where someone's paying you to do your job or how different is it from an unpaid caregiver when they're dealing with maybe an aunt or an uncle or a cousin? Is, is there some special dynamic de- dealing with a, uh, a senior or a family member or a parent that the others don't have to deal with? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you my, you know what most of my perspective comes from is radius care, the product I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So, so when I came into Radius Care, I did have that perspective as a child advocate. Um, I was never the direct caregiver for my mother. But the thing I knew is that there is a massive need for this for caregivers. So I made the first thing I did literally was I dove into the entire world of caregiving. And when you learn that there's, what, 48 million unpaid caregivers for adults, and you learn that, you know, they spend on average 10 hours a week and it drains all this money. And, yeah. you know, you, you, you very quickly start to see, wow, this is a massive issue that we need we need to address. So my learnings were more from we have some great advisors. Um, we, we do uh, surveys with Medicare uh, members and caregivers to understand 
understand where they're coming from. So through that, through that information, uh, you, you had said that there's a lot of resistance to parents. You know, we did a survey, uh, through a great, um, organi- organization called, um, Daily Caring. Um, it's a, it's a blog newsletter that goes out. We did a survey through them. And, you know, I think it was something like, you know, a third of the folks responded that they got resistance from their own parents and trying, you know, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of, um, and there can be some, you know, weirdness, you know, in, in caring for that role reversal. It's a very, it can be an awkward thing. So I'm sure with an aunt or an uncle, that's accentuated even further, right? Yeah. It's a little bit of an awkwardness. It, it depends on the personality, you know, the, Everyone has that crazy uncle that they keep in the closet, you know, and, uh, they're usually the ones who come down with something and, and they don't know what to do with it. But, uh, tell us about radius care. Uh, how did yeah. it start? Did you start it? Did somebody else start it? Did you come on? Yeah. And what yeah. exactly does it do? I'm a little fuzzy about that. Right, right. So it was started by a gentleman named Justin Huddy and he had a situation with his mother in the healthcare system where he was trying to, find information and really recommendations on best providers for her particular illness. And like many, like many of us was first thing he was doing is going online um, and, and scouring the internet, which we all, I think, understand that's not always the, the most credible of information. Mm-hmm. And so he got, he had a vision. Um, and this was, this was probably about seven years ago when he started it, things have evolved since then that why can't, uh, why can't the patients, the Medicare members and their, caregivers access the health information directly from Medicare. And then why can't we, why can't we take all of that data and start to understand, well, if, if I have this condition, there's probably many others who have had it. And what are the best recommendations for them based on hospitals, based on providers, based on treatment? So he, um, he forged a relationship with CMS, you know, the centers of Medicare and Medicaid, and we're now one of the um, authorized technology partners with CMS. So we, on, on a member's behalf, we can access their health information. So we like to, we like to think of ourselves as a, um, as an active health monitoring and recommendations tool. So it's very proactively pushing information to you. And, you know, and, and oftentimes just as importantly, adult children on any changes that have happened to the Medicare member and information um, pulling information about that diagnosis, about medications that you may need to be on, any complications or interactions of medication. And then we're, um, um, Met, uh, Medicare CMS, they pull, uh, ratings information from patients and they, they do this as a way of getting at value-based care. And we have access to all of that as well. So we're able to actually relay that back to, um, members and, and their caregivers in terms of who might be the best provider in terms of a treatment center or an actual doctor. Um, and then again, one source to get all this information about what the diagnosis is, what you can expect. Uh, and then proactively pushing, um, like I said, information about, you know, prescription interactions. We, in this survey, that was one of the top things that adult children wanted. They wanted to know if my parents on a new medicine, what's, what's the ramification of that? But we're proactively pushing that through the app. So your organization is like the phone number that some insurance companies give you and say, hey, there's a, a nurse on call and she'll answer all your questions, whatever. Are you simply giving out information and making recommendations or do you do more? Well, it's personalized health. So it's based on you specifically, right? Um, so you one know, on one. 
when the HIPAA Act came out in 1996, right, we all think of it as protecting your security. But the other part that no one can imagine is access to your health information, right? Mm. <laughs> you know, it's you have to be able that. to sign it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and to assign a third party like us to retrieve that for you. So that's what we are. We are an agent of the Medicare member. So you're getting specific recommendations based on your diagnosis. So we're we're looking at all of these what's called ICD-10 codes, all these diagnosis codes, and we're looking at, okay, you know, um, from a data standpoint, who else has had that similar condition and what are the best outcomes? Now, we're evolving. We're we're um, we're one part um, a, a consumer app. We're another part a, a data analysis company, right? So we're continuing to enrich this platform as we get more and more data in. Um, yeah. But today, it's a very vibrant platform for any Medicare member. You you sync your your Medicare account. So at Medicare.gov, mymedicare.gov, you sync your account with it, and we're able to immediately pull in um, all of your um, you know your claims information. So and again, we have a way of, uh, of allowing you to, to enable an adult child or caregiver to sign up for uh, your account as well. I mean, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask the question about uh, whether or not this data is available for sale. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's, it's not for sale at any price. No, we, we wouldn't be approved uh, through Medicare if we were reselling it. No. So who right. pays you? Does, does because it the, could be anonymous. That's why I was asking. Yeah. Because that's valuable data, yeah. So who's yeah. paying you? Is the insurance company paying you or is the patient paying you? Yeah, so right now it's a free app, and our hope is that the data will, uh, working through providers and plans, right, uh, we will be able to access data from them as well. And that's, yeah. that's data that, that obviously is valuable. What we're do- we're basically what we're doing is looking for patterns in the data. It's data they already have. We're just we're looking we're able to identify those patterns and then most importantly empowering the patient to action right that's 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 really what we believe in is you know what what HIPAA was all about is giving people useful information that they can act on that they, they can trust. Well, it's definitely needed, but how do you make your income? How do how do they make the payroll? Where does your money come from if it's a free? Yeah, so, yeah, so we're we launched. Um, our, our latest app in January, we, that's, that's when I came on board. We rolled it out. Uh, we have a, a, a market test coming up. I can't talk about it yet, but it, it basically will come from the providers and the plans who are going to benefit from empowering patients to um, the best courses of action, right? So we're able to identify um, patients based on high risk for them and then also um, – engage the patients in their best care pathway. We our, our feeling is if you can educate people um, on what the best pathways are, they're much more likely to to take the right courses of action. Uh, we did the survey and um, with caregivers and we asked them, you know, what was what's the biggest concern that you would say Medicare members have? And, and 50% was confusion. <laughs> I'm confused. Where you know how do I pay this bill? Where do I find the best treatment? It's still 50, that was 50 percent. And when you call them up, they find out that they're confused, too. That's right. That's right. And for your audience, when we ask them, what is your um, I think I have it right here, actually. So what is what what's the biggest challenge that you face? Um, and forty seven point eight. Number one, stress and fatigue. <laughs> oh, of course. 
It's just, it's just, it's just, not surprising. Not surprising. It's just so overwhelming. And again, like I came from the outside and it's the first, it's the first thing I looked into, right? Was, you know, obviously our products for Medicare members, but the first thing I looked into was what about the care advocates? Cause I know that's going to play a big role in this. And that's when I really, I was really enlightened. I, I think it's almost like a um, hidden, what do they call it? A hidden crisis in our country, right? Like, yeah. Like a tsunami, like caregivers. <laughs> yeah. So we're yeah. going to take a quick break here. Don't go away. Uh, we'll be right back. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words by Dave Nassani is the book that helps you overcome and perhaps even prevent the hardships associated with strokes. Dave takes you on his journey and experience with his own wife, Charlene, a stroke survivor. This book tells you everything about strokes to help you and your loved ones survive without making costly mistakes that may save a life or a brain from irreparable damage. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words. The book is available on Amazon.com or order it from fine bookstores everywhere. Okay, so you have a couple of days off and you're planning to get away from stress. You may be planning to go across the world or even taking a staycation around town. Well, Hotels.com can get you a room in over 158,000 hotels, 60 countries for 50% off. That's reducing stress already. Plus, collect 10 nights and you'll get one night free. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com. Guilt, fear, loneliness, burnout. These are just some of the things caregivers feel. But now there's hope. CaregiverDave.com is a membership website with an understanding community designed around supporting you. With a little perspective, planning, and practical help, you can become a thriving caregiver. Start by visiting CaregiverDave.com. Get weekly calls, practical solutions, and free resources. Plus, when you sign up, you'll get a 30-minute coaching call free. Don't wait. Go to caregiverdave.com and join now. Audiobooks gives you instant access to over 50,000 of the best sellers and hottest book titles in romance, mystery, fiction, and many other genres. Just visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Audiobooks to get started. Reclaim your caregiver sanity with Dave Nassani's book, It's My Life Too. Caring for someone with an illness or condition who is expected to live for a relatively long period of time is a specific and unique challenge. This book pinpoints the needs and strategies a caregiver must do for themselves in order to survive, thrive, and make caregiving a rewarding, gratifying experience. So get your copy of It's My Life Too today or buy one for your special caregiver. It's My Life Too is available at Amazon.com and Caregiver Dave. You're listening to HealthyLife.net. Millions of listeners know the secret. Now you do too. Positive talk 24 hours a day, every day. And welcome back to the Caregiver Dave Show. I'm Dave Nassani, your host with my lovely co-host, Adrian Gruberg, and our guest, Tom Alexander. And, Tom, I wanted to ask you, um, streamlining pathways to the best health care options, how, how exactly is that done? And is, is how long do you think before 
your business model starts having providers uh, pay your salary? Yeah, good question. Well, uh, we hope that with this this market uh, test we're doing with a partner, that that will really, because we're able to show the enormous benefit we're bringing them in terms of streamlining the service to, for, for them. Um, but right now, um, you, you were asking about how do we streamline that? So what we do, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll stay in the Medicare realm for this audience. So what we're doing is we're able to access this data, you know, authorized from CMS to look at the data uh, of what, not only what the condition of, you know, the, the uh, diagnosis of, of the member is, but also we're able to pull in ratings information and, and get at, okay, if you've been diagnosed with a certain condition, this is the best provider for that condition in your area. And we're able to allow you to look up, okay, well, what if I, you know, within the, a 10-mile radius, we call it your radius of care, in, in a 10-mile radius, or what if I was to go 30 miles? Well, we'll alert you if there is a higher-rated provider that goes outside of the 10-mile radius, right? Yeah. So that that's what helps. And then again, um, we're we're adding we're going to be launching a second version of the app that we're really excited about that makes it even easier to add in care collaborators. So you'll be able to send an email. It'll be it'll be, you know, um, um, authenticated, double authenticated. But you'll actually be able to invite uh, through email a caregiver to come in and then they'll get access to that same information. Right. So that helps in streamline it, because, again, oftentimes. If you're a caregiver, you're on the front line of deciding, well, where should I take them? Who is the best provider based on their condition? Yeah, how do you vet the providers that you're saying are the best providers? Yeah, we're utilizing – so CMS does um, ratings. They, they do both ratings of outcomes of procedures but also patient-rated uh, outcomes, so reviews of other people that have um, – so we're able to match up the conditions that those folks have had with the – you know, with the ratings. And this is on a national platform? Yep, yep. We It's oh. available. If you go to, um, well, you're probably going to ask that, uh, but if you go to myradiuscare.com, um, you can sign up for free. The only step you need to do is sync up with, you know, hopefully um, most folks have already signed up on, on mymedicare.gov with their, you know, with their account. I, I would strongly recommend it if they can't. There's lots of useful information there. And then as as an authorized partner, it automatically syncs up and, and uh, you know, we're not pulling in information over. We're, we're accessing mm-hmm. it in their database. So you recommend first we go to mymedicare.gov? Is that right? Is you, that what you, said? you don't have to. You can go to myradiuscare.com. Is there, is there any benefit to doing something uh, on mymedicare.com or to go... Yeah, it's a, great, it's a great tool. They'll, they give you information on uh, information on what kind yeah, of plans. I don't are think available. I've ever done that. And I'm 68, but there's a lot of things I haven't done. And I'm 68. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then once you set up an account there, then you'll be able to sync. So in other words, if you start at myradiusthere.com and sign up, it'll send you over there, and then it'll ask you to to set up an account there. So is is that my radius? Uh, what's the last word in there? Care. Care, okay. My radius care. Care, C A R E, okay. Yep. Dot com, right? That's right. Okay, well, I'm going to do that. I think Adrian's going to do that. So this isn't just for caregivers. This is for anybody who's on Medicare, anyone who's not on Medicare, anyone who's got medical questions, anyone who wants to find out where their medical records are. I just heard on the, the news the other day that uh, trying to find 
someone who's trying to f- have access to their medical records. They have an HMO. They actually have two HMOs in two different states. And she's saying, I can't get my medical records. Everyone is saying, well, you got to uh, talk to them. And they don't answer the phone and and uh, they don't answer their emails and so on. So, so, you know, I have no trouble getting my medical records, but I don't have a lot of records. But I do. I've had surgeries for orthopedic stuff. But there are some people who absolutely do not have access to their medical records. How common is that? Yeah, I think it's very common, especially if you're using different providers, right? Because, you know, the, the records through an EHR are held within that provider. But what if you go outside of the provider group? Well, they're, they're afraid that, the, that they're going to be sued. And that's the reason this person I heard on talk radio say that they wanted the medical records because she wanted to sue them. And once people think you're going to sue them – they drag their feet and they take forever. Um, in the, in well, the you know, uh, I give CMS a lot of credit, right? Because they do really want you to have access to your information. But yeah. it's, you know, somebody's got to build the, the engine. Someone's sure. got to make it easy for you to do that. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, they, they've, they've created this situation where they, and, they, and, you know, you go through the rigors to become authorized, which we've done. Um, so that's what we're trying to do is just make it simple and easy, which we think it should be. For you to get access to your own um, information, you know, your own diagnoses, right, and history, we go back four years even. If you're on Medicare, you can see four years, every doctor you've seen, every treatment that, that's gone through. And then we're at, continuing to add to the application. Uh, we have a new one coming out in a couple How many months. people are working uh, in Radius? Well, yeah, so that's a great question. We have a, a great group of uh, of folks that ne- don't necessarily work at the company, but we we hire like technology teams and things. We'll, we'll eventually get there. We'll we'll probably bring that in house. Mm-hmm. But we have we have a, a, a strong IT group uh, because again, it is a data. There, oh, there's a is. lot of data analytics behind what we're doing, um, and um, so we're not an enormous company from in terms of specific radius care, but we. You know, we, we bring experts in to help us ramp up, and mm-hmm. and and hopefully soon, you know, we'll we'll um, be adding adding folks. Like I said, we're doing this market test that we think should be pretty um, enlightening. Yeah. Well, listen, we have to take another break, uh, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Reclaim your caregiver sanity with Dave Nassani's book, It's My Life Too. Caring for someone with an illness or condition who is expected to live for a relatively long period of time is a specific and unique challenge. This book pinpoints the needs and strategies a caregiver must do for themselves in order to survive, thrive, and make caregiving a rewarding, gratifying experience. So get your copy of It's My Life Too today or buy one for your special caregiver. It's My Life Too is available at Amazon.com and Caregiver Dave. Discover the world's largest anti-aging organization, Life Extension. For the best information, vitamins, and supplements, you just can't beat Life Extension. To start extending your life, go to the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click on the Life Extension banner. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words by Dave Nassani is the book that helps you overcome and perhaps even prevent the hardships associated with strokes. 
Dave takes you on his journey and experience with his own wife, Charlene, a stroke survivor. This book tells you everything about strokes to help you and your loved ones survive without making costly mistakes that may save a life or a brain from irreparable damage. One arm, one leg, 100 words. The book is available on Amazon.com or order it from fine bookstores everywhere. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Guilt, fear, loneliness, burnout. These are just some of the things caregivers feel. But now there's hope. CaregiverDave.com is a membership website with an understanding community designed around supporting you. With a little perspective, planning, and practical help, you can become a thriving caregiver. Start by visiting caregiverdave.com. Get weekly calls, practical solutions, and free resources. Plus, when you sign up, you'll get a 30-minute coaching call free. Don't wait. Go to caregiverdave.com and join now. Remember, get positive emotions at www.healthylife.net. Welcome back to the Caregiver Dave Show, and we are speaking with Tom Alexander. I'm Dave Nassani with Adrian Gruberg. And I wanted to ask you at your MyRadiusShare.com, is it easy to register? And once you're registered, how long does it take to get immediate access to your healthcare records? Is that yeah, that's the, that's the pretty cool thing. It's it's instantaneous, and it's, and it's my you're radius kidding. care. My radius care. I know it's all out there on the internet, but I can't access it. I don't know how to access it. You need the, oh my gosh, really? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the magic of it. Um, is because we're, um, we're, you know, we're, we're integrated with CMS, right? So it's an extension of that, uh, Medicare.gov account. And, and the people who don't know what CMS is, explain. Center of Medicare, Medicaid. Yeah. You go to mymedicare.gov. And that's that's who we sync with. I see. And um, they've I have, got access to everything immediately, right? They just won't give it to you. No, I have I have medical records that in, include CAT scans and um, MRIs and discs, and I mean, how do you deal with that kind of? Or data? the privacy? How do you deal with the privacy as well? well? They've got hip. They've got a HIPAA policy. Yeah. Yep, yep. We we secure your data, and uh, we we've gone through the rigors through AWS, or I'm sorry, with uh, Medicare of of securing it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we're not we're it, it's it's on the um, it's on the um, Medicare server, and we're at, we're just accessing it on your behalf. So it's almost like you're going there yourself in a way. We're just doing it on your behalf. Um, but also, what we're doing is we're serving it up to you in a way that is easily digestible. Because so we're in other words, um, if you've been diagnosed with something, we're also pulling information from, let's say, um, you know, the the, uh, the National Institute of Health or the um, Library of Medicine. So we're giving you very trusted, um, you know, peer reviewed information related to that diagnosis. So the idea is, you, you know, you, you're being you don't really have to do anything um actively because we're doing it for you so if you're diagnosed with a condition we send you an alert that says here's the information on that 
if you, if there's a if there's a medicine related to it, we give you information on that. Again, pulled from uh, this kind of health encyclopedic information. Uh, we're adding we'll be added in you know discounts on on medications, and like I said, uh, we're making it very easy to add care collaborators as as well. Um, and then as we get as we move further and further forward, the data will get smarter and smarter, and we'll be able to make more and more suggestions for you. So. Yeah, here are some just some suggestions you might think about based on, you know, what you've been diagnosed with, yeah. and that and that's all based on populate kind of population health data. It's like Do a credit have- report, but how far back does the information go? Yeah, because credit uh, drops off after seven years. Yeah, it goes, we go back four years with your oh. health your information. What were you going to say, Adrian? You interrupt me, and I'm not a baby, and I forget <laughs> my thought. <laughs> I know that's that's why when someone interrupts me, I keep going because I know I'm going to forget if I don't. I just remember it'll come. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to know about uh, doctors that you might have on, if not on staff. Clearly, if if you're recommending things like medication, somebody's got to be advising you. Okay. Yeah. It- it's it's the doctors that are really driving the whole process, right? We're just reporting back on their diagnosis, right? So again, it's the spirit of what um, Medicare wants to do, right? They want you to have information at your fingertips about um, diagnosis that have come through, right? So what what we're doing is the doctor does a diagnosis. We get that on your behalf from Medicare, and then we send you information. So the doctors just prescribe this medicine to you. Here's some information on that on that medication right so we're not we're not making you know we're we're not uh you know making medical suggestions we're responding to the diagnosis that we're made with useful information and so we do provide recommendations on or information on hey here are the highest rated providers right in the health system that's all based on again some of this value-based information that's being collected other others that have seen the doctors before how did they rate them how well uh what, what's the efficacy on them doing these procedures? These are all these are all pulled into ratings that we're able to access on your behalf. So yeah, we're not we don't proclaim to be um, you know uh, a doctor or health professional ourselves. Yeah. We're we're using um, we're we're able to access that information on the member's behalf and report back yeah. insights into it. And you know, brand new caregivers, which there's one every day, <laughs> more than one. Well, uh, get the job and they don't know where to start. And this is a great relief to them that they can make one registration online and all of a sudden they have access to all of their loved ones' health records right there. They can see if the doctor's been doing what he's supposed to do, if the prior caregiver's been doing what they're supposed to do. And it really is transparency, isn't it? So I can see why the caregiver would love this. What is the insurance company's motive to love it so much that they're going to pay for it. What's in it for them? That's a great question. You know, they, they struggle with um, what I think probably what a lot of companies struggle with, which is engagement of members. And and so like a lot of industries have, have changed, you know, remember in the old investment days, you'd have a broker, right, before you could do your own investment, right? Or real estate, you know, imagine trying to look for a house like years ago without, you know, some of these online services, you know, so we feel like health is the same way that you should be, you're going to expect to be empowered with this information, right? 
And, and so, and so we, we believe and we know the health plans do want their members to be engaged 100%. It's just a matter of what, how effectively are they doing that? And we believe we have a really effective way of engaging people by personalizing the experience and motivating them. I would think that they would not want to engage with their uh, insured because most people have a very negative opinion of their insurance company or their HMO have a lot of criticism. And I would think that they wouldn't want to hear people complaining all the time. So that's, that's very interesting. if If you get them to the best service and you educate them, we, we feel pretty confident that they'll they'll have a better overall perception or review of their um, the healthcare. Well, and it brings competition into the equation, and maybe they're going to finally realize, hey, if we want our client to stay with us, maybe we better treat them better because now they have access to networks and find out, hey, this PPO, this HMO, whatever, is treating me a lot better than that one. I mean, my aunt was uh, with Kaiser. And I'm not going to say anything about anybody uh, here, but um, we got her out of Kaiser because, number one, it was too far away. She lives in Valencia and, you know, you got to drive into town, into uh, Panorama City. And it was just so inconvenient. And that alone is a reason to, you know, change. And so it was very hard getting Kaiser because they're so big to send the records to the new doctor here. Um, months. It took months. I don't know why, but, uh, if we had you, then we could have gotten it a lot easier, right? Yeah, you'd have. You, you send it to us, right? And then we can send it to our doctor. How's it you work? Back, well, you have access to it, you know? Yeah. Well, listen, we have to take another break. Uh, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Guilt, fear, loneliness, burnout. These are just some of the things caregivers feel. But now there's hope. Caregiverdave.com is a membership website with an understanding community designed around supporting you. With a little perspective, planning, and practical help, you can become a thriving caregiver. Start by visiting caregiverdave.com. Get weekly calls, practical solutions, and free resources. Plus, when you sign up, you'll get a 30-minute coaching call free. Don't wait. Go to caregiverdave.com and join now. Constant Contact and your small business make a perfect fit for marketing. They give you what you need to succeed. Fast and easy email marketing at your fingertips. Visit the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click on Constant Contact to start your marketing. Reclaim your caregiver sanity with Dave Nassani's book, It's My Life Too. Caring for someone with an illness or condition who is expected to live for a relatively long period of time is a specific and unique challenge. This book pinpoints the needs and strategies a caregiver must do for themselves in order to survive, thrive, and make caregiving a rewarding, gratifying experience. So get your copy of It's My Life Too today or buy one for your special caregiver. It's My Life Too is available at Amazon.com and CaregiverDave.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. One arm, one leg. 100 Words by Dave Nassani is the book that helps you overcome and perhaps even prevent the hardships associated with strokes. Dave takes you on his journey and experience with his own wife, Charlene, a stroke survivor. 
This book tells you everything about strokes to help you and your loved ones survive without making costly mistakes that may save a life or a brain from irreparable damage. One arm, one leg, 100 words. The book is available on Amazon.com or order it from fine bookstores everywhere. When you need a positive point of view, turn to HealthyLife.net, your 24-7 radio network for a better future. Welcome back to the Caregiver Dave Show, and we are speaking with Tom Alexander. I'm Dave Nassani with Adrian Gruberg. Well, that's, that's my next question is, in terms of HIPAA, how do you know that the person, if it's a caregiver, yeah. how do you know that the person that's asking for the information has yeah. how do you vet them? clearance? I mean, yeah, so like, you know, um, like, a lot of other services uh, that allow for m- multiple people on an account, there's a two, two, um, two-step verification, right? So we have to ensure that this is, this is your email. And then usually you'd verify that through a, a mobile number, right? They're not, they're not, they're not able to, they're just seeing information, right? They're not going to, they're not able to ma- manipulate like on a, you know, it's not like a financial situation where they could steal your money. I mean, it's, they're not able to actually do anything other than see the information. So, but it, what we ensure, you know, a, a, a two pronged approach from an authentication standpoint. So if you invite, let's say your son or daughter in via email, they have to then validate that it's them through a, through a mobile device. And they have to be invited. They have, what if they have, oh, you have to be invited. Yeah. What if it's your next door neighbor that's calling, you know, and you don't know that they're accessing they try and access your medical records. And they don't um, have permission? Yeah. yeah how, do you, how do you screen them? They, they wouldn't be able to access it. They would have to, you know, go through the author, authorization process. They can't just call in, you know. It's like you're checking in your bank account number. How does the bank keep strangers from checking on your bank balance? You know, you, there's, there's security checks. And then mm-hmm. if you give the bank uh, the name of a signer, you make them a signer or, or, you know, something like that, then they're okay. But once you're in, you're in. It's, but, but it was very hard to get in to be one of those trusted persons. Uh, so power of attorney is not necessary for this? No, no. That's good. Cause a lot of people don't want to go through a power of attorney. No. And a lot of people say that they've got to. Well, I can't believe we have run out of time. Uh, I didn't get to all my <laughs> questions, but it's interesting and fascinating talking to you. Um, in, in the next 30 seconds, what would you like to share that we haven't discussed? Obviously, uh, how to get a hold of you and if you have a book or anything, uh, the website, all of that. Yeah. Well, we're open to discussions and partnerships. I think anybody, anybody who's, uh, providing services for, the, the Medicare population and caregivers. So at home service, monitoring service, telehealth services, you know, we're very interested in talking to folks in those, in those areas. Um, and as well as of course, providers and plans. Um, but we, you know, we think it takes an ecosystem to support this. Right. Um, but we, I must, I, I would just say to your audience that, um, you know, I, I'm most excited about the value that we bring caregivers. Yes. That, Having all that information in one place, because think about it. If you, what if you have four siblings and you're doing the same thing I did? 
no longer. You can all come to the same app, see the same information, and then you can build your, have your discussion based on that, those facts, not, you know, yeah. not just getting up to speed on things. So that's, that's, that's my parting thought is that I think it just really helps with care collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two other things that we didn't mention either is the, uh, the caregiver shortage. We can now network and find out uh, who are the good caregivers out there and who are the ones that we shouldn't be contacting. And, uh, pre- prescription drugs, the high cost of prescription drugs. Some people have connections. Uh, that, do either of those two topics help out, uh, in what you do? Do we help? Yeah. We'll, we have, um, discount. This will be in our next, the next release in August. So we make discount, uh, prescriptions available through a partnership we have. And, uh, the other one was about vetting out care. care. No, we wouldn't, we wouldn't get into that, like vetting out, um, caregivers but we no, it was about uh, a, care, a caregiver shortage and so you know so many people i'm sure they tell adrian too you know we need a caregiver and we just can't find anybody in our area yeah we're looking for partnerships on that um paid I, I, or uh, you know professional or family Yes, uh, we're exploring partnerships where we can make local resources available. Because, you know, if we know that, let's say, a parent has been diagnosed with something that might need, you know, more home care, we can, you know, we, we can then alert them to resources. So that's absolutely part of what we want to do. You know, we're early. So, you know, you think of us like building a house here, right? We yeah. started with the foundation, which is, well, where do I find the best care in terms of hospital? And then we're going to add on all these other services as we roll. And how long have you been doing this? Well, I joined end of last year, uh, and we just launched the the product from a marketing standpoint around January, and then we're okay. releasing our second app already uh, in the next couple of months, which will have a lot more uh, utility in it. So we need to get the app from the App Store, right, or from Google Play Store? Yes. Yep. Or you can go straight. Yeah, you can you can see it all at uh, myradiuscare.com. You can sign up with on on the website there. So and they have then, to sign up first before they download the app. Yep, yes. Yep. And our, and our okay. next version of the app, the native app will be, I'd say even a lot easier to navigate. We started with a web-based product. <clears throat> a lot of, that's how a lot of the seniors wanted to use it. And now we're going to launch in August with the, the next version of the mobile app. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the thank show. You. It's great I, meeting you. I can't believe how fast the time has gone, but thank you to all my listeners out there. Uh, all over the world for tuning in every Wednesday on your favorite platform and making us the number one caregiver podcast on the internet. So until next week, same time, same channel, may God richly bless you all. And don't forget, I've got a new book coming out. No, I'm sorry. My new book is already out. Secrets from the Hammock, Uncommon Wisdom for Uncommon Times, available wherever books are sold. It's a great story about wisdom and how you can have more of it. And until next time, thank you. Bye-bye. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words by Dave Nassani is the book that helps you overcome and perhaps even prevent the hardships associated with strokes. Dave takes you on his journey and experience with his own wife, Charlene, a stroke survivor. This book tells you everything about strokes to help you and your loved ones survive without making costly mistakes that may save a life or a brain from irreparable damage. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words. The book is available on Amazon.com or order it from fine bookstores everywhere. For the best in business class travel, count on Cheapo Air. 
Cheapo Air has the best price guarantee, 24-7 customer service, and easy booking online or by phone. To experience your hassle-free journey, start by going to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Cheapo Air. Reclaim your caregiver sanity with Dave Nassani's book, It's My Life Too. Caring for someone with an illness or condition who is expected to live for a relatively long period of time is a specific and unique challenge. This book pinpoints the needs and strategies a caregiver must do for themselves in order to survive, thrive, and make caregiving a rewarding, gratifying experience. So get your copy of It's My Life Too today or buy one for your special caregiver. It's My Life Too is available at Amazon.com and caregiverdave.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Guilt, fear, loneliness, burnout. These are just some of the things caregivers feel. But now there's hope. Caregiverdave.com is a membership website with an understanding community designed around supporting you. With a little perspective, planning, and practical help, you can become a thriving caregiver. Start by visiting caregiverdave.com. Get weekly calls, practical solutions, and free resources. Plus, when you sign up, you'll get a 30-minute coaching call free. Don't wait. Go to caregiverdave.com and join now. I'm Dave Nassani. My fourth book, Secrets from the Hammock, Uncommon Wisdom for Uncommon Times, is a number one bestseller on Amazon. As a young boy, I was told I possessed an unusual amount of wisdom for my age. As a young man, I found myself counseling friends and older family members whenever they needed answers to their problems. Then at 21, I read the Bible for the very first time and learned how King Solomon asked God for wisdom instead of riches, yet he received both. I was so impressed that I too asked God for wisdom. Soon after, I discovered when lying on my hammock, I would receive wisdom from God. This book is the result of my passion to share with the world wisdom's tremendous benefits. Join me as I reveal practical aspects of wisdom for the mind, body, and spirit. 31 lessons I learned from God that can change your life. Available in hardcover, audible, Kindle, and paperback wherever books are sold. I've spoken all over the country and London and am available to speak at your event. Contact me at hammockwisdom.com. Sometimes it feels like the sun will never rise, like the birds will never sing. 